0: Welcome to Man in the Making, Episode 7, with former monk and co-host, Rajan Shankara. Thank you for joining me, Rajan. Hi, Rokas. At the end of the episode, we'll be answering a question posted by Robin in the Man in the Making podcast community on Facebook. If you as the listener have any questions you would like answered in future episodes, feel free to join the Facebook group and post your questions there. I would like to begin this episode with Abraham Maslow's definition of self-actualization, which is, the full realization of one's potential and of one's true self. What does self-actualization mean to you, Rajan?
1: So I think what's interesting is that I don't—I haven't used the term self-actualization in any of my work, in any of my teachings, or—I or I never heard it through uh, my own my life at all. But in reviewing the the definition of self-actualization, I've actually used the entire definition of the word as my teachings, my own research, my own experience as a monk. So what it means to me is maturing as an adult and becoming self-actualized to me, and, and probably in a way to um, the words uh, creators, Maslow, Maslow, is yeah. that it's becoming an adult. And that's really a, simp- a, a very simple way of, of describing it or, or defining it. Uh, becoming an adult, becoming mature, uh, if you're a man, uh, becoming a, a man and being comfortable in your own uh, body and mind in that kind of dual matrix that we, that we all have.
0: And what about self realization?
1: So what's interesting about self realization is that's the term that I've used. That's the term that I've learned throughout life uh, as a monk is self realization. And it's, it's, um, That is soul identification. So it has to do with identity. A lot of the things that we talk about have to do with identity, and and most of our suffering will come from uh, false identification. So I think self actualization is the prerequisite to self realization, meaning that self realization is an identification with the soul and the deeper aspects of existence, meaning and purpose. Whereas self-actualization are the steps. I mean, literally it's created as a pyramid, right? Of values or hierarchy of values and, you know, a hierarchy of things to consider in life. And to me, self-realization is just at the, it's the, it would be the very top of the pyramid you know, beyond everything, that has to do with um, it has to, that has to do with your body and mind values, and goes into values of spirit or or values of of um, of soul uh,
0: identification. I know you've mentioned before, that in terms of self-realization, about the detachment of the ego. So, how does it relate? To self-realization. So if we can define self-realization
1: as the detachment of ego and the identification or linking of of, of soul to identity, then I, I think self-actualization would be the linking and attachment of ego to intelligence and identifying with the most ideal ego that you could have. So we have to kind of back up a second in, 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 in mystical, um, in Eastern uh, mystical uh, religious thought and, and just spiritual thought in general, there is soul and then there is body and mind. And now the body and mind uh, matrix make up what's known as ego. And going even deeper, ego is considered um, an aspect or an operating system that runs life and, and that, that, that literally holds the fabric of, of reality together is ego. And so you'll hear in, in meditative, yogic, uh, Eastern philosophical uh, thought that you transcend ego. And that you transcend body and mind, and you transcend everything in order for self-realization, in order for um, ultimate, you know, peace, contentment, and uh, maybe people listening haven't heard of that, but that is that is exactly what a lot of people do in life. They they try to transcend um, what they identify with with a greater or deeper truth. Like, why am I here? What am I, you know, what am I doing and where did I come from and where am I going? And and once we start asking those questions, we run into the terms self-realization and that's uh, most easily defined as uh, enlightenment, you know, realizing the self. So the self is, is the greater self is spirit is soul. And that's been that's been termed self, um, probably from uh, the '30s and '40s when uh, Indian monks were coming over from India, and they were coming over to America from India, and they needed a way to define uh, the scriptures that in Sanskrit into English, and uh, spirit or Atman. Uh, it, it, another, it's another self is another way of saying uh, soul. And then the, the Sanskrit term is Atman. And that means kind of the, 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 the all encompassing divine self. Now the other self in self actualization, that's a smaller self. That's a, that's a, that's a comprised of um, ego maturation or body and mind matrix maturation. So, Uh, ego is not a bad thing. Ego is the operating system in which we understand uh, and, and, and experience reality. And it's just part of the software that runs everything. And what we want to do as, as becoming men as becoming adults and as becoming our self actualized beings. Right. And, you know, literally the definition is the fulfillment of one's talents, talents and potentialities Um, you know in order to do that we want to understand ego we want to understand character attitude um emotion feelings other people the mind we want to understand all of that framework so that we can become better and we can do better and that's what this is always all about right so that term it really sums up nicely the the stages in which we self develop and further is the 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 self realization the higher self the deeper self and that that yogic meditative aspect of life which you know it, it's two different uh, subjects leading to um it's it's like on the same path it's the same path that we're all going to and they're just the steps uh, um, on the way to that ultimate contentment because self-actualization can only take you so far it's it's limited because it's based in ego it's based in uh ego understanding and and evolution and that's fine and that's needed but it's limited because it has to do with the mind and the mind is naturally limited. We can only do so much and and reason so much and logically understand and deduce so much. So once we go past the mind into, um, you know, that which we really are and identify as that, uh, then we can reach unlimited, uh, possibilities and, uh,
0: unlimited potential. Something I would like to add to that is Maslow wrote in the eight ways to self-actualize. One of the points were find out who you are, what you are, what you like and don't like, what is good and what is bad for you, where you are going, what your mission is. Opening yourself up to yourself in this way means identifying defenses and then finding the courage to give them up. What would you say about that?
1: Yeah, I absolutely love that stuff. Um, it it's a type of freedom and to me. All of it, all of the self actualization principles that Maslow puts out there um, is a freedom. It's a it's a, a letting go and and opening up. To, to things that really matter and and a lot of what we talked about in the beginning stages of the podcast the beginning episodes is that um there's anxiety-ridden people who are self-conscious and on the brink of questioning their own um survival tactics and and why they're even alive and um a lot of young people give up life and commit suicide because they don't get it they don't see a point to it all and so this this uh, psychologist and philosopher uh, Abraham Maslow uh, really helped pinpoint the self-development um, teachings that a lot of effective powerful people learn and it's 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 undeniable, in my opinion, uh, about those things that you list off, Rokas. I think those are um, so powerful. And I think there's actually, if you look at Wikipedia, Okay, so there have been many uh, reading from Wikipedia's article on self-actualization under the tab of uh, Maslow, there have been many similarities and cross-references between various spiritual schools or groups, particularly Eastern spiritual paths in the past 40 years. So Sri Ramana Maharishi, um, who was a uh, he was a Hindu uh, monk. He lived this self-actualization and self-realization matrix. And, that's interesting that uh, Wikipedia is is uh, um, recognizing that, I guess, um, yeah, so I think that's important. And I, I think everyone, uh, I think we want, in, in both in this podcast and in my teachings and in your life, Rokas, I think we all want that those self-actualization hierarchy. And once those take over, like that's what we're talking about. We become a man. Like we go from from becoming to being, and we can be responsible, and we can uh, take care of other people along with ourselves, and we can help others, and and um, have an ongoing discipline in life that gives us purpose and meaning, and it gives us a reason to live, and it gives us essentially a reason to go through suffering. The suffering and the burden of being alive.
0: And something else as well. Um, There's another thing Maslow says, um, which I quote, there are two processes necessary for self-actualization, self-exploration and action. The deeper the self-exploration, the closer one comes to self-actualization. Wow. So what input would you have on that? yeah i mean that's a profound thought like
1: self reflection so that's the first one right what what was the second one
0: of the two aspects self exploration and action okay perfect i mean that's beautiful uh
1: self self exploration is is the power of that is undeniable it's something that we cannot avoid if we are to act appropriately right because the only way to act is to have a basis a foundation of of how to act like and usually that comes through imitation and so that's why you know part of this is i think part of self-exploration is having a role model having having a self or having another self to imitate so that you can then compare and, and see where you lack what your strengths are and then act from there without it without self exploration and without having a benchmark of noble and courageous people we would think our our actions were already you know as high as it gets and so deepening that exploration i think as he's talking about deepening that exploration inside yourself starts to unfold more and more um, what's the word uh, com- it's like it's like it, it would build agitation the deeper you reflect because the more you would realize that you aren't yet your highest potential and that kind of comes out from within like this isn't enough I know I can do better you know and that kind of those kind of thoughts would allow you to Actually, seek a higher truth. And the key is to do it again and again and again so that we keep raising our standard and we
0: don't get complacent. So it's like the cycle of overcoming adversity, where let's say the suffering, intense suffering, does happen in your life. There could be a lot you can learn from it, even though you don't see it in the moment, and just overcoming those makes you a much stronger person. So it's a similar cycle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's all related because as these things are happening in your life, uh, these, uh, these aspects of suffering, we, we don't want to let them go. We want them to like penetrate the moment and and, and who we are. And then we go back in and we say, okay, I, I see that this is happening and once we understand who we are and what we're all about, then we know how much we can endure and we start practicing, you know, life then just becomes practicing how much we can endure. And it's the, it's the, it's the evolutionary process of increasing capacity of oneself and, and increasing the amount of pressure one can take in on oneself and eventually being unstoppable. And, and these these principles are these specific tools for one to self-reflect on and then act on. Right. So you take those two, you take those two. Um, uh, what would you call them? You take the the self-exploration, and then you take the action, and you start to do that with each of his um, hierarchies. Right. Like yep. you look at you look at the first one. Okay, so there's also self-actualization actualization characteristics. Okay, so I think this is a person who is self-actualized. Efficient perceptions yeah. of reality. I mean, that's amazing. Just that one, just those four words. Efficient perceptions of reality. Self-actualizers are able to judge situations correctly and honestly. They are very sensitive to the fake and dishonest and are free to see reality as it is. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we'd call the observer or the watcher in yogic uh, lingo. Um, Efficient perception of reality. You're, You're literally living in the moment. You're not letting your mind wander. You're extremely perceptive and you're just paying close attention that you become the moment and that allows you to I mean it all goes back to freedom. Comfortable ex- acceptance of self, others and nature. Beautiful. Like everyone needs to get into that comfortable acceptance of self. Self-actualizers accept their own human nature with all its flaws. Right, with all its flaws. So be- so realizing that we're limited. Like does that make sense? Realizing that we're limited? Yeah. And Once you realize that everyone else is the same and limited just like you, you can kind of stop putting people on a pedestal and you can see them for who they really are. And that doesn't mean that's not uh, to be pejorative or give it a negative context. That means to literally um, find the essence of people and that will allow you to speak and act to them in a way that is genuine and 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 people respond to that uh that type of communication when it's genuine people really respond to that
0: that completely makes sense and what you were saying about being in the present another thing about the airways to self-actualize one of the points one experience things fully vividly selflessly throw yourself into the experiencing of something concentrate on it fully let it totally absorb you
1: yes yeah and so if that's a good way to determine if something is worth doing if, if something doesn't grab you and 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 you really are averse to it or you're pushing against it um, it might not be something that you should be involved in I mean But then you could argue, you know, what about university uh, courses that you have to take? You know, maybe you have to take history, maybe you have to take math uh, on certain levels before you can move on to electives or something that is more focused towards your major. Part of that is just turning everything into something that you can identify with and saying, okay, let's play the game. If if I have to take this course and pass in order to take this other course that I want. It's simply a part of a hierarchy that I need to succeed in, in order to get to the higher value. And that's called delayed gratification. And delayed gratification is something we were supposed to learn as children. In other words, like we talked about a few, ish, uh, few episodes ago, uh, the child learns delayed gratification through the father and the the playfulness with the father having to pause play that which is enjoyable and move on to actual chores or homework before continuing play. And you, you, you pass up the immediate pleasure um, for a future good, a future gain. And uh, a lot of this goes back to uh, delayed gratification and, and, you know that goes back to everything else as well, and and you know when you're alone, when you're when you are morally um, uh, able to slide and and perform in inadequate uh, ways that go against um, who you want to be. Uh, you know, we need to be able to see that and say no you know i'm not going to do that i'm going to instead uh like i'm not going to procrastinate for an hour and and watch youtube i'm going to study for this course so that i pass and so that i can do greater things with that afterwards i think that's a good
0: idea of self-actualization what i would like to add to that is there's a section from the practicing mind by thomas donna which talks about transforming the mundane And it goes as follows. Imagine if you could take the most mundane things you need to do. And instead of going mindlessly to do that thing and complain about it while you do it, you can just say, you know what, this is going to take me X minutes and I'm just going to do it and do that work to the best of your ability with your full attention and presence on it. And it will be amazing. There's a life force that comes to it.
1: Yes, I like that. I like it a lot. It's so true there's a life force yeah because everything is comprised of the same essence everything is comprised of that and so if you can take something that you're not wanting to do but do it and on top of that do it well well that's self-mastery
0: and now to end off we can answer the question posted in the facebook group The question relates to happiness. What is more important for you to find happiness as an individual or for those around you to be happy, excluding the factor of others' happiness being a catalyst towards your own?
1: Right. So, most simply uh, said, we need to have or achieve our own happiness before we can do anything else. So, in other words, it doesn't matter other people's happiness doesn't matter as much at first if we ourselves aren't happy and and I'll take the word happy and also add content um satisfied uh in a good place and it's it can be the whole thing can be compared to an airline uh protocol in which you give yourself oxygen before giving the person next to you oxygen right because you cannot save their life if you are dead so people are sometimes especially I think young people going through university they're wondering if um, they're supposed to make their friends happy before themselves their family happy before themselves um, their teachers and and professors happy before themselves and it cannot be done because it won't be genuine happiness It, it won't be genuine support For someone else because deep down inside or maybe not very deep down you'll be wondering you know maybe why isn't anyone helping me why isn't you know why isn't life fulfilling for me but I have to make it fulfilling for you and people can feel that and they can tell whether it's genuine or not and they'll kind of uh, learn to uh, keep you at a distance because you're kind of a pill or a downer or whatever So we really need to focus on self first. We need to focus on um, uh, self-development, self-peacefulness, and and that kind of realm of self-esteem so that we can be the kind of person that people want to be around and and that, that people want to learn from. And then we actually mature. And going back to the caveat where you have to take out That other people make you happy. We have to put that back in eventually because once we have our own happiness, we become a person. um, We become self-actualized. Then we become unfulfilled unless we start making other people happy. So it's a natural progression.